Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week, we're going to get Shagadelic. <laughs> yeah, baby, yeah. And we are talking about Austin Powers, International Into, Man International Man of Mystery. <laughs> oh, behave. International. This movie came out in 1997. Jeebus H. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, almost, we're almost, well, not too far off from 30 years past when the movie starts. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, this movie came out in, uh, sorry, directed by Jay Roach, written by Mike mm-hmm. Myers, starring Mike Myers, Elizabeth Hurley, Mimi Rogers, Michael Rourke, Robert Wagner, Seth Green... Mindy Stone, did you say her? Yeah. I did not say her. Yeah, secret weapon. Uh, I forgot that mm-hmm. like, Will Ferrell was in this for a brief moment. And... Yeah, doing brown face. Jeebus. My- Michael McDonald. Oh, <laughs> yeah. With no real lines, but... <laughs> yeah. He had one line <laughs> that he said over and over again. <laughs> that poor bastard. Um, so, yeah. We're going to do some Austin. And so this is my uh, selection. Uh... I don't remember if I saw this in the movie theater or not. I know I saw the sequels, but I do not remember if I saw this. But I definitely remember it coming out and being a big deal. I just think 97, this is tough as college for me. Tough. Not much time. Uh, but yeah, and I definitely enjoyed it. You know, obviously we all like Mike Myers from SNL and Wayne's World and stuff. So this was uh, a must-see. Alex. Yeah, I believe I, I went to see this in the movie theaters because, yeah, I was a pretty big fan of... Uh, that's when I was starting to watch SNL, like at the tail end of like Dana Carvey, Mike Myers, and and uh, all that crew was like, kind of like their last season, I believe, is when I started watching. So when this came out, it was like, oh, this looks great because it's spoofing on James Bond, which my dad and I are big fans of. So we went to watch it. And uh, yeah, I loved it. All right, and Scott. Uh, yeah, I also saw it in the theaters. I, I think I was a little late on it, though, because I, I do remember in high school everybody endlessly quoting this. <laughs> and I, and I knew I knew which movie they, they were quoting from, but I, I wasn't quite sure. Um, you know, and just reading some of the trivia, like obviously there's some, some huge uh, riffs off of Bond, 
um, particularly uh, Goldfinger and uh, You Only Live Twice, which we did a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, it definitely. It was like after watch, two weeks ago watching, I was like, ooh, this is... Yeah. Uh, it was good. I'm glad we watched uh, You Only Live Twice before we watched this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you get a lot more of it. But uh, also, just, <laughs> just it, it was awful, also riffing off of some some British stuff that none of us have ever seen. Um, there was this show called Adam Adamant uh, about a man that gets frozen, like in like not not Victorian, uh, but okay. like before the turn of the century, and he gets brought out uh, in, in, the, in, this, in this in this well, not that old, but in the in the swinging in the swinging sixties, and so he's got to fight crime in the in the sixties and deal with the uh, the swinging sixties scene. So kind of. The opposite of what Austin Powers has to deal with. Mm. Um, so I guess there's a lot of that in there. Um, some inspiration with like Peter Sellers stuff, and kind of see that. Um, but uh, yeah, saw saw this in the theater. I think I did like Jeff. I think I saw all three in the in the theater. Um, you know, this is really. I mean, I, I'm sure I enjoyed all of them, but th- this is really the only one of the three that <laughs> I think. Deserves its place in the the pantheon of, of great comedies. Yeah, as Laura mm-hmm. and I were watching it, we was all we were trying to figure out is that this movie or is that that movie? Like we were trying some of the stuff. Like yeah, we forgot if Mini Me was in this one. Like is Mini Me in this one or is it in the other one? Yeah, yeah. That's the second one. Yeah. Yeah. The the, yeah. the only joke that I thought was in this one that wasn't, and I and I was kind of disappointed was how they make all the dick jokes about the what they're seeing on the radar. Yeah. But, oh yeah. That I guess yeah. that was the second movie. Yeah. Yeah. So this one is Bob's big boy. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the, the big boy really didn't go. Away. <laughs> he never went away. <laughs> yeah. And the silhouette scene that thought that might've been in this, but no, I think that's the second one as well. And the third one, I think. Yeah. It was um, back mm-hmm. to the well. That one. But overall, I mean, a lot of the good stuff was in this one. Um, and yeah, and it just, the one thing I remember most about Austin Powers, and it's from the second one though, is the trailer for Austin Powers Two. Was oh when they spoofed Star Wars? Yeah, if you're gonna watch yeah, one movie this summer, <laughs> watch Star Wars. If you're gonna watch two movies this week, watch some Star Wars and Austin Powers too. <laughs> yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, because I was leading up to the Phantom Jesus Menace age. That was so fucking good. Turns out you should only watch. Uh, <laughs> should only watch Spy Shag Me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, Spy, Spy Shagney overall is not, I don't think it's great, but yeah, yeah. It's better than Phantom Menace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, well, with that, as usual. <laughs> Fat Bastards, it's in the second one. <laughs> yeah, He's see, great. after him, I wasn't sure which movie, all these things I don't remember when they appear. Um, <laughs> Just give me that baby. <laughs> I want my baby, baby, baby. All right, anyway, we're talking about this movie. So, yeah. uh, as usual, we're going to talk about seven items from the movie. <laughs> Um, I will go for I will go first. Um, and my number seven is the intro to Austin Power, the very beginning of this movie. Just his whole what, what you're in for with this guy, right? And then the credits and him dancing, and the girls chasing him, and his teeth, and the music, and just the corniness of it. I just thought it was really good. I forgot how much I enjoyed the credits. So that's my number seven. Nice. Alex, what's your number seven? My number seven is Carrie Fisher, another Star Wars connection. I forgot she was in this too, yeah. Yeah, it was like, holy shit, it's Carrie Fisher. 
it was yeah. funny. I was like, look how young she is. And then at the time when I saw it, I'm like, look how old she is. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. R.I.P. Is that yeah. it? Yep, that's it. Right. Scary Fisher. I was very surprised. <laughs> All right. Scott, number seven. Uh, this this was a tough one. I'm sure you guys had the same issue because there's just so many things to pick from because it's just all the different gags, mm-hmm. um, amongst other things. But uh, my number seven is uh, Charles Napier. It's the guy that, that plays the general. Um, he, oh, yeah. He, he fucking kills it. And just like the few lines that he has. He's already mm-hmm. kind of chuckling when, he, when they have a little, like, split screen of like the six things or eight things that he's doing and, <laughs> yeah. oh and feed my fish uh that that was cute but then he says yeah, um, not too much yeah not too much not too much and then he, and he says then the way he says i'm going to london england, england <laughs> yeah <laughs> that made me laugh um and then the the line about how to bail these guys out again just like in ww2 um and i i know yeah. uh Brian says that, and I say that a lot. And I, I, I think, um, I, I couldn't remember exactly what this was from. I thought it was always just like John Wayne, and that that's maybe would still be the joke here. But hey, Pilgrim, yeah, just the WW two. Yeah, those really really funny deliveries. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number six, and most of these are just going to be like just stupid, ridiculous scenes. Um, mm-hmm. And it's when they're. When he leaves him stuck with the the piranha or whatever the stupid fish are, and then <laughs> I forgot Elizabeth Hurley's character's name. She's like, Austin the floss. I get it. I have bad teeth. Yeah. <laughs> That'll make. And then he throws it as if they're swinging across, and it just it loosely like wraps around. Yeah. Oh my god, that kills me. I, I got about it. That. Yeah, just. It's uh... just... It's just slowly like going over and just doing one little loop around. Oh, that killed me. Uh, it was mutant sea bass with, yeah. with bad tempers. <laughs> are they ill-tempered? Yeah, are they Yes, of course. Oh, good. And then the, the judo chop on the toothpaste. <laughs> yeah, yes. judo chop. Um, all right, that's my number six. Mm-hmm. Scott, uh, Alex, number six. Uh, tying into your number six, Jeff, it's just the fucking teeth. Now it's not it's not always like as bad, but on those close up, it's almost like a Ren and Stimpy, like really <laughs> immaculate. You almost hear yeah, the scream in the background, like the Wilhelm, like yeah, yeah. It's just oh my gosh, whenever that close up, yeah. they're doing teeth jokes and everything, and they're all big and yellow and everything. It, it was it was excellent writing that they added that scene where um, uh, what's her name. Um, Elizabeth Hurley. No, no, no. Well, I mean, yeah, Elizabeth Hurley's part of that scene. Um, Mimi Rogers um, explains like why the teeth weren't a big deal. <laughs> so to explain like how he, how I like, because as the audience, you're like, how, with those teeth, like even back in the '60s, and she just kind of hand waves it. Uh, it was, mm-hmm. like, it's much needed. Um, you know, obviously, we shouldn't be thinking too hard about things, but uh, I, mm-hmm. I, I think the. His character really needed that one line about how, oh, no, it was the 60s, it was fine. <laughs> it was great when uh, Elizabeth Hurley's interest, <laughs> like, has the whole dental set here, and Austin thinks they're, they're all, like, hidden devices. He's <laughs> like, no, there's been uh, a lot of advances made in dentistry in recent years. He's like, what do you mean? <laughs> but then, like, they cut, they cut away, they cut back to a close-up of 
Austin Powers, Mike Myers, and and he's like making a conscious effort to cover his teeth. Yeah, it's like oh, he, he finally got it in between those short cutaways. <laughs> he got what he was getting at. That was great. All right, uh, Scott, number six. Uh, speaking of Elizabeth Hurley, uh, mm-hmm. my number six is just Elizabeth Hurley is ridiculous. Yep. Uh, I, I, I think that my uh, my usual application of smoke show is <laughs> is appropriate here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not not much more to say. I, I uh, she's kind of preternaturally uh, attractive. Um, the the late nineties Elizabeth Hurley, um, I, you know, wa- watching this movie again, uh, you know, again, I, I don't want to think too hard about it, uh, but what does he really do to win her over? Like, I, I get that there's like uh, I, I think I can, he killed a bunch of younglings. <laughs> he killed a bunch of younglings. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, that works on everybody. That doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> His mojo. Yeah, I guess mojo. mojo I guess yeah, like it's mojo. It's because he's, I, he's making her laugh. So I think that that's got to be it. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, make him laugh. Make him breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, Ralph Garman. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like that whole. It's obviously a very impacted like amount of time, but uh, yeah, like I, I'm still not sure that I that I buy it by the end of the movie, but. Uh, Mm. Well, he gets okay. Beyonce and Heather Graham later too. So, yeah. what are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. All right. Uh, I mean, yes, she is a very attractive young lady. Hugh Grant, what were you thinking? Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, gee, <what> a <laughs> number five, and this is this it's so freaking stupid, but this is something I do quote, and it's the "How dare you fart before me." <laughs> Sorry, babe. <laughs> didn't know you wanted to be first or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I didn't know it was you too. Oh God, do you, Jeff, do you got to you got to memorize the little poem he says, the little, little limerick or whatever, to say to say the Lord the next time. <laughs> yeah, which is I don't remember. He gives that like I had to remember exactly what it is, but he there's a rhyme about farting that he that he riffs off real quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. I do. I do like that they they play up the whole James Bond angle there. That she like sleeps with him. <laughs> like, yeah. Like she actually is like attracted to him somehow. <laughs> Come here, you funny little hairy man. <laughs> A lot of vagina. All right, mm-hmm. uh, Alex, number five. My number five is the running gag that uh, Will Ferrell's character, Mustafa, just doesn't die. <laughs> that was great. Gets put, put into the incinerator. <laughs> He's like, oh my gosh, I'm not dead. I'm just very badly burned. <laughs> Dr. Evil just picks up the phone. He's like, yeah. Yeah, he's still down there. Yes, burned. Badly burned. Yeah. Could you take care of him? <laughs> the whole thing is just ridiculous but I love it the guards come in oh good thank you <laughs> if you could only come here to help me thank you very much and they sh- ow he shoots him ow you shot me in the arm <laughs> oh that's great yeah. did we talk about how supposedly the Dr. Evil voice is 
based off of the Lorne Michaels impression, like all the cast members do behind his back. Yeah, yeah. I I was mm-hmm. I was listening to I I I, I forget what it was, but Dana Carvey. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you're you're going with this direction, Jeff, but I guess Dana Carvey was a little bent. Yeah. Because Mike Myers was using like things from his impression. Like, I guess everybody had the, the Lauren Michaels impression. That that wasn't the, the main thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, like, pinky to the lips, like, I guess that was a Dana Carvey thing. Oh, okay. um, Like, specifically. Um, I just want to say, I guarantee these are all super, super talented, funny people that have gone through. They've all, I'm sure, made fun of them and added their own twist to it. So, Dana oh. Carvey being butthurt is one thing. But if it, the pinky thing specifically... Okay, maybe I can see. Yeah, there might, right and, then, there. and there might have been a little bit more past that too. But um, what's funny, um, you know, we we were talking about uh, perhaps doing movie brain candy, um, and we'll we'll definitely yeah, see yeah. another Lauren Michaels impression yeah, yeah. there that happened before Austin Powers um, by somebody who mm-hmm. was also very familiar with Lauren Michaels. Yeah, because Lauren was uh, he also produced the uh, Kids in the Hall, right? All right, um, buh, 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 Scott, number five? Uh, number five is uh, <laughs> Chekhov's Swedish-made penis enlarger pump. <laughs> That's right. It, I forgot that it came into play later in the movie. Yeah, I love that it, it's there at the end. Uh, it comes up a, a couple more times, no pun intended. Uh, Woo! That whole sequence, though, when he's getting it back, is hilarious. Yes, I forgot about that. I was dying. Or one certificate <laughs> signed by one <laughs> oh, credit card sorry. receipt, signed yeah. the warranty by Austin, <laughs> by Austin Danger Pound. Yeah. Uh, and then the book with the picture. <laughs> this is my bag. <laughs> yes, this is my bag. Oh god! Then he's got it on the airplane, I think, or with the hotel or whatever, and then. Yeah, it shows up at the end. He's, he's still denying that he's using it. I told you, it's not mine. <laughs> uh, this this is uh, up there with like the everything everywhere all at once. Um, the the butt plugs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. uh, you know, we we love anytime we can apply the Chekhov's whatever <laughs> to weird things. Um, so that's that's my number five. All right. On to my number four, and it would be the fembot scene. Um, you know, the fembots themselves are, are ridiculous to begin with, but then just him fucking dancing to that song, and that somehow is driving them wild, and he's yeah. tweaking his <laughs> nipples. And so, so I clearly remember in his hips. Yeah, I remember that scene, and I, I'm like, okay, this is that that scene's coming up, and I'm like, I didn't remember it being that funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was I, I was dying. I was just yeah, just all the little things they were doing that scene. They were they were just all working, I guess. Yeah. And uh, and the the song, the yeah. the vinyls. It's a great song. Like um, yeah, the whole thing works. <laughs> On paper, it shouldn't. But uh. <laughs> yeah, just he short circuit him with his hotness. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't look it up. Maybe I could look it. Up. I have the. Were the Fembots anybody? Did they become anybody? Were they like um, models I d- back I in the day? I did look one of them, Cindy Margolis. That mm. name sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah, I think she was a model, or, or, or at least somebody who was famous for being hot. 
um, she she was one of them. Um, was she the one? No, that was Rhonda Shear that did hosted like those shitty movies. What did Cindy uh, Margolis do? So I don't remember. Anyway. Uh, the, like I, I looked through, there was like one other person, but I think I, I think Cindy Margolis was the okay. most. Yeah, I did. I did check the. Um, Somebody who looked very familiar, and I, I, I didn't recognize her. Um, the uh, the woman who turns out to be a man at the very beginning. Uh, the the actual actress, actress, Jesus. That was Patricia. I have to look this up. Um, but she was. Um, <laughs> she was also the beginning of Roadhouse. I don't think I remember that. But, uh, <laughs> Roadhouse. Um, she was in the uh, Night of the Living Dead remake. Um, and anyway, just somebody else I recognize. The one with Candyman? Yes. Huh. No, I don't remember her. Hmm. But, but she played the girl, yeah. basically, from yeah. the remake? Okay. She, oh, she Barbara? The cabin to get you, Barbara. Alright. Uh, so yeah, Finbots is my number four. Alex, mm-hmm. which number four? My number four is the 60s. All the technicolor, like, very, like, oversaturated design of all the, the fashion, the sets and everything. Everything was so colorful. It, it was great. I loved it. I loved seeing shit like that. Can, can completely agree. Like, I love how it has that, that 60s Bond aesthetic. But with, mm-hmm. uh, without feeling cheap, if that makes any sense. No, like, yeah. Like all the sets. You can tell they, yeah, they yeah. paid a lot of det- attention to detail, and they didn't skimp. But yeah, it was no expense. Yeah, all, so it all, seems. All, all the the sets look great. Yeah. Yeah, pretty awesome. Uh, by the way, I looked up the Sydney Margolis. I mean, she's known for Austin Powers. So like. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Just I recognize yeah, the name. You probably, you're probably <laughs> you're probably right. She was just known as a hot girl back in the day. Like I don't know. Earth minus zero, Baywatch Nights. Maybe I don't. <laughs> oh, we, I mean, we all remember Baywatch Nights. Mm-hmm. You guys remember the premise of that, Classic. right? Yeah, yeah. The, some monsters needed to be saved. They like <laughs> swimming in, at night in the ocean, so they needed to be rescuing too. So I think, yeah, Mitch at night works as a PI with the I forget who That's else from right. the, the crew, but I think in like the first couple episodes, they like realize that like, hey, this isn't working out ratings wise. You need to spice this up. And they're like, oh, I guess at night the the pier is full of like vampires and werewolves and shit. Like, <laughs> that was so weird. Jesus. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyways, I'm looking up uh, names. Uh, again, Patricia Talman is who I'm going for. Um, did you guys recognize anybody from the band that plays in the interstitials and at the end when they're doing the BBC song? No. No. Um so that was uh, Susanna Hoffs on the guitar um, from the Bengals. Mm. And Matthew Sweet. Uh, was... I saw him credited as like writing that last song, Matthew Sweet. Yeah, so I guess I the, really... so the name of that band was like Ming T, which was just made up for the movie. And uh, Anyway. All right, uh, where are we at? Uh, Scott number four? Yes, so my number Alex, four. Did you yours? Yours? Sorry, you do. Yeah, the the sixties. Okay, yeah, Scott four. So my number four. So 
I'm I'm such a hypocrite. I I will complain all the time about when stuff is made for the lowest common denominator. But I'm the I'm the biggest sucker for a good poop joke. <laughs> the, uh, number one. <laughs> the who does number two work for? That that whole sequence. <laughs> Tom, Tom Arnold, without a doubt, is doing his finest work as an actor. <laughs> yeah. At the end of that scene, just the look on his face. Uh, well, he damn near laughs as he spits out the line. Yeah. What did you eat? Yes. It just cuts. Like, no no explanation. Take a flesh there. Courtesy flesh there, buddy. <laughs> just bite your lip. That's right, that's right, buddy. Tell that dirty boss. boss. Yeah, we're we're going to get through this. Oh, God. <laughs> so dumb. I love it. Jesus uh, Christ, boy. What'd you eat? So, yeah, if that, if Jeff, you have that higher. Like, I won't see yes. anymore. Yes. I love it. Big Pepperidge covered it. All right. My number three is uh, the cart in the hallway, him trying to, re- you know, make a U turn. <laughs> yeah, the thousand point good. turn. Yeah. yeah. But I want to. I just saw. I, I always have IMDb when we do this, and they always show little clips of the movie. And what I remembered is him getting at one point where it's completely horizontal, and he like goes an inch, an inch, an inch, an inch. I don't think that's in the movie. That's just in the trailer, or was it in the movie? And it's I was in just the movie. laughing. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I know he goes back and forth a lot, but is that super close where he was? He gets it like to the point where he cannot turn it anymore. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, it cracks me up and just him and the best part is him just like looking behind him to check to see if he has room and then he go forward and then back and then flames forward. into the wall yeah did, did oh, you guys god. notice at the end when they're running away after the self-destruction hit and the cart's still there no oh, oh damn that's the cart's still there and like everybody has to like jump over it <laughs> oh I guess I missed it or hop over it yeah. was that uh Rob Riggle that gets run over by the no, but, that um, that was Michael McDonald. Oh, that was Michael McDonald from from the um, bad TV fame. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Mostly no. Yeah. That, talk about doing work with like little screen time. <laughs> get your getting the your money's worth, I guess. Mm-hmm. Get your paychecks worth. All right, Alex, number three. My number three is Scott Evil. <laughs> I mean, Seth Green was made for this role. Because at this point in his career, he's been in nothing but, like, teenage, 90s teenage, like, boner comedies. So it, him, like, hamming it up from, like, uh, all those characters that he's played before until now. It's like, this is his moment. <laughs> this is what kind of blew him up, right? Um, I don't know. He, he was on this. He, he had like a recurring role in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, he like you you mentioned teen comedies. Child actor. He had a he had a big role in um, Can't Hardly Wait, which I think is yeah. on Jeff's list, isn't it? Yeah, we'll do it one of these days. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can't um, hardly wait, Scott. Can't not hey, hardly oh. wait. Can't, can't hardly wait. Uh, mm-hmm. Then after that. Mm-hmm. Like robot chicken, like <laughs> I, don't, I don't know a lot of what Seth Green did in the the interview. Yeah, but... Family Guy, robot he, chicken. He was in uh, the Italian Job remake. Oh yeah, that's right. With Mark Wahlberg just oh, sucking all the energy off out of the, all the other great actors around him. Well, except for most. What? Def. No. Like watching him and Most Def together is like 
I, I don't know. It's <laughs> it's. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so in that movie, in Telling Job, Seth Green has the best scene in the entire film. But anyways, we'll we'll we might get to it. But yeah, him as Seth- as Scott Evil was great. Yeah, Seth I, Green was in like the first or second season of the X Files too. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. I think it was the first season. Yeah, like, was he in the Stoner girlfriend saw. kept cl- going into the military base to yeah get high and <laughs> see UFOs. What, wasn't he in the so My Stepmom's an Alien or if that was the title? The, if you remember mm-hmm. that one. I don't know. His credit know. list here is very long. It's a little one-offs in TV. <laughs> very long. A lot of the, one-off on TV shows. But yeah. What's that rollerblading movie with uh, oh, Jack Oh, God. Oh, down fuck. the devil's he had to speak yes. down the devil's backbone. Uh, Air, airborne, airborne. Oh God, we yeah. should do that movie. Yes, we should. <laughs> um, I, Put it I, on your list, Scott. I, so yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff to like about the Scott character. I did, especially his name. Um, yeah. I did I did like how every time he came out of his room, there was some like like butt rock playing like in the <laughs> like I think it was always yeah. the same song, but it was just like. Typical 90s bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we went down to the movie theater. We didn't have a ticket. And the guard's like, get out of here. And we're like, no way. It was cool. <laughs> he almost sits the button. <laughs> Dad, I've got a gun in my room. I'll just go get it. I'll blast them. We could do it together. <laughs> you just don't get you it. You just don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That scene reminds me of uh, Count of Monte Cristo and what's his face, uh, Louis Guzman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have just go to <laughs> just go until they're bam, bam, bam. Come back and spend the money. How is this a bad plan? <laughs> yes, how is this a bad plan? <laughs> All right, I don't know where we are here. Um, uh, Scott number three, I think. Scott three. So number three is the the fembots. Yeah, again, I think it bears repeating that, like, I remember the scenes, this is funny, but it's dumb, and we'll, you know, get through it, and it, it was great. <laughs> I really, really liked it. Um, bonus uh, fembot thing. Uh, so number two shows up at the end, and he's got a fembot in the suitcase. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> he's got a wig and the legs. Yeah, it's such a dumb joke, but it was hilarious. So that's that's right. my number three. Yeah, again. Uh, my number two is Mike Myers uh, playing two different roles here um, in the other movies. So go on to do even more roles, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just he's awesome. Uh, I don't know what happened to him. Kind of disappeared. We he's had... got a new Netflix thing. So you know, I, I would say Wayne's World Two is a, a success, right? Um, this was a success, mm-hmm. although. Box office the wise, guru. I don't. I don't think this did like gangbusters at the, the box office. Um, no, the sequels like did. A, a the sequels, the sequels did, but I think like from a, like a critical standpoint, like people liked it. Um, the Love the Guru, Shrek, the Shrek movies. Yeah, the so Love yeah, Guru. I think is what killed them. Yeah, Love Guru bombed, and then there was wasn't there another? So one? I married an ex murderer. No, that was good. That one's that one's good. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. But what was what was the there was something in between or after Love Guru, right? Or am I crazy? I, don't know, I think it was the Love Guru. Okay. 
He had he had a weird cameo in Glorious Bastards. And Bohemian Rhapsody just came out. Yeah. Oh, Glorious he, Bastards came he out. He also showed up in a Gwyneth Paltrow rom-com. Uh, uh, where she plays a flight attendant. I don't know if you remember that one. Oh, that's the line that I quote from the trailer. It's like, you put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking here. So after Love Guru, he did that cameo in Glorious Bastards, and then it's like he has a cameo in a Madonna video, Shrek movie, Shrek TV movie, Shrek Christmas special, Shrek yeah, Yule Log, just easy money, uh, some short, another Shrek thing, SNL, another Shrek thing, and then Terminal. I don't know what that is, and that's 2018. So he he went like ten years without really. Starring anything besides Shrek, mm-hmm. so and then he's, I don't know maybe he's, he's, he's raising his family or something. I don't know. He's a Canadian yeah. kid, so he probably being a good guy. Oh yeah, maybe he just like doesn't like Alex was saying. He just like after Love Guru that kind of killed him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I, you'd, th- you'd think Cat in a Hat would have been enough for him, but nope. Although, <laughs> I forgot the, about that. The, oh god, yeah, jeez. The, there are rumors that he's not the easiest person to work with either mm. so so maybe the nice Canadian thing isn't all that true <laughs> mm. maybe says who Dana Carvey <laughs> alright uh, but yeah Mike Clean Myers he did, was awesome in this I mean, like, he does two roles in this and what three in the other ones when he plays Fat Bastard I don't even know if there's anybody else he plays but Good on him. Alex, what's number two? My number two is... I, I really like the scenes when both the characters, Dr. Evil and Austin Powers, are catching up with the 90s. Uh, it was a bit more sad when Austin Powers finally sat down and started to realize that he's not in the 60s anymore. He's catching up on world events. He's listing off all the car- all the uh, famous, you know, legendary musicians that have died. That was sad. <laughs> the mama cast. But the- <laughs> ham sandwich. Uh, um, and then Dr. Evil. His was a lot funnier. <laughs> it's like, well, before I went to Freezy, we developed this giant satellite that would refract light into what I call a laser. And they would poke holes into the ozone layer, which would develop onset, you know, skin cancer, make it more prevalent around the world. <laughs> Number two, and I just go, uh, Dr. Evil, that, that happened. Throw me a freaking bone here. I, I speaking of which, have you heard like our ozone's like gonna be back to completely normal in like a few years? Yay! Yeah. No more sunscreen for me. <laughs> yeah, like with the, I guess like with, with with the exception of our poles, uh, that will take like you know a long longer. But like this, mm-hmm. and it's like made a full recovery. So that's, yeah, you, pe- that's people's really hair cool. moves around a little bit more than it used to. But we have an ozone layer, yeah, so that's which good. Is- Fine. Yes. <laughs> Fucking Aquanet. Fuck you. Um, but yeah, that and the the princess die, and the King Prince Charles ransom thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. The blackmail. It was like oh, that that actually happened. They are divorced now. <laughs> I'm the boss. You should tell me these things. So I, I I this movie was a little like I don't know if subversive or like. Um, omniscient, but it it basically lays out the idea that 
like there we there is no such thing as as like these bond villains and bond villains in real life because we have corporations like these mega corporations like yeah. they, they they're filling that role and number two basically says like that that's there is no world there's just corporations and he's turned like into a billion dollar operation and dr evil doesn't care because because like, yeah. you just don't get it like <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah, yeah this, that's exactly this what you pointed out in the bond movie we watched the other day like the amount of power and money needed to launch yeah. rockets into space and to have that base like why are, what are you doing yeah you could have been so much more easily if you really wanted to <laughs> yes. like like take over the world but um yeah it's it's just kind of sad like because what do you do against that like I, I don't know. Yeah. 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 It's, e- it's easier when you have, like, the supervillain to, like, point a finger at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, Thanks yeah. for bringing us down, Scott. Yeah. Scott, number two. Uh, number two, um, <laughs> going back to Carrie Fisher's The Therapy Group. Um, this movie gets a little dark in a couple places, this this one being the, the most. Yeah. Um, but I love just how weird it gets. Like the, the my mother was a was a fifteen year old French whore named Chloe with webbed feet. The 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 line I probably quote the most from from this movie was the "There's nothing quite like a freshly shorn scrot." Uh, <laughs> you should try it. You should try it. the 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 whole thing's funny though. The he was like thrown in a burlap sack and beaten. Standard, really. <laughs> just, just all, all this weird stuff. I love how um, Scott says, like, he's trying to kill me. And <laughs> Kay Fisher's like, oh, we, we all say that. We don't mean it. It's like, no, I really am trying to kill him. <laughs> why they like the old man. He's why they like the old man. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the, at the, at the end, <laughs> I thought we had a breakthrough in therapy. I had the therapy, therapy group liquidated, you little shit. <laughs> Uh, just the, those line deliveries, deliveries made me laugh. So, yeah, number two, the therapy group. All right, uh, my number one is the the, the number two uh, pooping joke. Um, <laughs> just sitting there, the convenient false panel in the bathroom, and who does number two work for? I'm not gonna lie, I still use that sometimes for stubborn, <laughs> stubborn turds. <laughs> Show that turkey's boss. Yeah, bite your lip. <laughs> Easy. Why are you gonna blow out your ovary? <laughs> Drop a line. That's right, buddy. You tell that turkey's boss. Oh, that, that's mm-hmm. it's so freaking ridiculous. And yeah, whatever. I loved it. Alex, number one. My number one is Doctor Evil. I know this is Austin Powers' movie. It's his name is the title for Pete's sake, but I I think uh, Dr. Evil is the funnier character of the two. <sighs> just so fucking great with the pinky, with Dana Carvey's pinky to his mouth, not getting that, it's like, unless you pay the ransom of $1 million. <laughs> oh, $100 billion. Always getting that wrong. Uh, the, oh, but the pinnacle. <laughs> this movie is the shh scene. I don't know if you guys are going to have that as your number one as well, but that scene always fucking slays me. I thought it was in later in one of the later movies, but I'm so happy it, it, it it's in this one. No. Nope. Yeah. 
<laughs> that scene is awesome. Yeah. Uh, do uh, Do you guys think a hundred billion would be too low now? Now, like I'm wondering, back in '97, like if that still. I mean, for I like Apple, I feel like, for like I, ten companies, maybe, but yeah, not most. Yeah, I feel like a hundred billion wouldn't be enough to like ransom the entire world, like the UN, anyway. Yeah. Or FIFA. <laughs> or FIFA. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. Scott, what's number one? Uh, number one is the Will Ferrell gag. Um, yeah, the, that that whole sequence, as we've already laid out. <laughs> he's, he's down there. I built, I built this. I know there's an escape hatch if somebody could just open it for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You've shot me. You shot me in the arm. Oh, God. I'm very badly burnt. Oh. Uh, at least, is this Will Ferrell's... This can't be his first movie credit. Um, I think it is. I'll pull it up right now. Yeah. Check it. Should have done my research beforehand. Oh, it starts off with the executive producer. God damn it. Men Seeking Women, whatever that is. That's a, that's a movie before this. No. Okay. And then TV, some TV stuff. Um, all right, uh, that's it. Uh, the only, uh, I had two honorable mentions. Um, the whole scene when, you know, they're hiding their bits with plates and dishes and yeah. sausages is pretty hilarious. But there's the one where she bites the sausage and he gives a little shake. Yeah. <laughs> That always cracked me up. I, I've completely uh, forgotten that she holds up like the the boobs drawing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Except for this drawing, who gave this to us? <laughs> so tough. And then when he for I forgot who he, is it Robert Wagner's character when he hits on yeah it was when he hits on like twenty or nineteen or whatever I live dangerously and Austin doesn't hit on like three yeah. Uh, I liked the the soup Nazi is the dealer there. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. When said, I like I like his delivery. My twenty beats your five. <laughs> I mean, he still probably would have lost him twenty though. They should have had him like do seventeen or something. I don't know. Yeah. Just say it. That is true. Um. All right. Any from you guys? Um. Yeah. A few here. Oh. Uh, yeah. Real quick. The movie gooey. I guess that was the AOL thing was a product placement, but man, that that looks so bad compared to like in the '60s when they were in the '60s in the car, the video when Basil Exposition goes, "Oh, hi, Austin," is the picture's like super clear and everything. It's like ah, I think this is a joke on purpose. That was great. Um, that little sound effect whenever he would contact him. Yeah, which but I think that's from. Is, is that from Flint, the Flint movie? The Avengers? Invite Flint, or is that from the Avengers? I don't know. Um, I think it's, it's definitely from something else. Um, like, it, it is, I don't, I don't mention, I like the the dumb UN stereotypes. <laughs> so they're all I like, want to take a chance. <laughs> they're, they're all dressed like, whatever their heritage was. Um I like the the line when Vanessa's worried that that he slept with a lot of vagina. He's like, "I don't need to be worried. I shagged." 
A shag of red and rotten, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I love the the gag, how they um, when they steal the uh, they not well they knock out the scientist or whatever and steal the the lab uniforms, and they clearly would not fit them. But when they come out of the bathrooms, they fit perfectly. Yeah, uh, but... yeah, and not uh, Danny McBriar spotted him. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Okay. Yeah, that guy. Uh, you mean Jack McBride? Yeah. Is it Jack McBride? No, Danny? I'm thinking of Danny McBride. Yeah, you're thinking of Danny McBride, but yeah. Jack McBride. Yeah. Um, what about the scene where she asked him if he used a condom? Hey, only sailors use condoms. Not anymore, Austin. Well, they bloody shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the line about how the only thing that scares them are carnies, uh, smell like cabbage, small hands. Uh, the uh, oh, you only live twice joke. Japan. In Japan. Oh yeah, men the, come first. Oh, yeah. Women so, come second. Or not at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, like I like the Emma Peel outfits. Um, oh, they kicked really they high. They kicked really high. Um, the. I just like every time Mindy Sturman yells, Scott! <laughs> Fanboy? <laughs> yeah. And, and Dr. Evil always God. jumps. <laughs> yeah. And then the Fire... Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, the, Be- the Beavis and Butthead shows up uh, yeah. dating this movie. Um, finally, mm-hmm. the uh, <laughs> the Frozen... The very last shot in the movie, the, the, the close-up on Frozen Bigglesworth. <laughs> and they still oh, have the cat that. meowing noise. So stupid. Uh. All right. Well, let's rate it as usual. We as usual we rate on a scale of one to seven. One being garbage, seven being perfection. I got to give it a six. It, it still holds up. Um, it's it's a lot of lowbrow, you know, easy jokes, but it works for me, and uh, I, I was surprised at how much I still laughed at this. I was expecting it to maybe not be as funny as I remember it as a young as a young lad, but yep, six for me, Alex. I'm gonna give this a five. Okay. It's a high five. I really enjoyed this movie, but uh, yeah, I can't. It's not like one of my all time classics. Like I haven't seen this movie in probably twenty years, and if we didn't do it for this podcast, I probably wouldn't. I don't know if I would have seen it ever again. Probably would have, but who knows. But yeah, it's a five. I think I'll, I'll make it a point to watch it more often. Okay. Scott. Uh, six. Um, it, this movie clocks in an hour and a half. And yeah. it moves yeah, nice. right along. Yeah. Um, there's, there's really no slow part. Um, in every, every scene, there's, there's something interesting going on or, or something funny. And yeah, it just... Movie's just a lot of fun to watch, um, in in a <laughs> in a way that's intended. <laughs> you know, there, there's there'll always be like the stone colds of the world, um, but uh, yeah, this um, yeah, I I'm having a hard time thinking of a, of a comedy that came after this that that has the same kind of energy to it, and it's it's I'm not really thinking of one. So. The Hangover. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's a maybe. Uh, 
But that was years after Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah. And we just what's the one? With, uh, Bridesmaids is pretty good. Bri- I think Bridesmaids is yeah, probably. Bridesmaids is I think really Bridesmaids good. is probably closer. Like an yeah. yeah. Another SNL movie, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so yep, uh, six. Sorry, I'm yawning. Um, okay, well, it's time for our crossover topic, which I forgot how we worded this. Uh, top, like, overquoted quotes for movies and... Impersonations. Impersonations. So, you know, obviously from this Do I movie, make you horny, baby? Yeah. Yeah, baby, yeah. Just people going around saying that after the movie came out. So that's... <laughs> Shagadelic. What we're going for here. And... Um, Sometimes I, I like the movie and I, I like the quotes myself, but I feel like they were overdone. Like a lot of these Oof. I did do. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, I will say I left off The Simpsons because we quote that all the time, but it's decades and decades of work, not just a single movie. So I left The Simpsons mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, so my uh, number five is going to be Old School. Um, when that movie came out, isn't it? Doesn't seem to have the staying power as a lot of these other some of these other ones, but we're going streaking. Hank the Tank, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Snoopaloop. I don't know. All you're, the you're my shit you're my boy blue. You're my boy blue. Sorry, I blacked out. What happened? Just oh, there's a bunch of stuff. And at the time, everybody was quoting it, and it kind of got a little tired. So, old school. My number five, Alex. I feel like. This one didn't become overplayed, but it, it was just like, this is on my bottom because it's the just um, right amount of being quoted by the right, you know, amount of people. You don't hear, you hear this a lot, but it's, it's always great when I hear potatoes, <laughs> boil them, mash them, stick it in a steam. I will never get tired of that, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. What's taters precious? Potatoes? Uh, Sean Astin, you're a national treasure. So, are you saying the Lord of the Rings, or just that line in particular? Just that line in particular. <laughs> okay. Because I don't, I don't know if there is any other lines that have become really annoying, like or overquoted. And people say hobbits, and I say, "What about second breakfast?" I say that a lot. Yeah. But I think potatoes, that, because precious. that goes along with with the impression. I mean, I yeah, I know my. I, I definitely quote Gollum and Aragorn more than anybody else. <laughs> you cannot wield it. No one can. Uh, no one can. It is a gift. I quote the little girl. <laughs> Where's Mama? Okay, that one I hate. Yeah, that, that one. Jeff ruined. Not not that I was like quoting that anyways. But if, if I were, Jeff would have ruined it for me. Anyway. <laughs> Daryl was my friend. Father. <laughs> Where's Same Mama? thing. Give me a up. Uh, potatoes. Potatoes. <laughs> potatoes. My number five. Fool of a took. Um, all right. Uh, Scott, number five. Okay. Uh, my number five. So I, I tried to keep these to ones that at least they got annoying at some point for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna, my first one is going to be from a, a movie that We've only reviewed one time on this podcast, not twice. We only did it once. Not thrice? Not, well, maybe. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> but uh, we definitely didn't do it twice, either way. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that would be Forrest Gump. 
Uh, the my mom always said life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, yes, yeah, my number three. Although, yeah. although I guess I could just put Forrest Gump in general because that was like that imitation was was done endlessly. Jenny, I can I can that yeah. could also be another one. Um, Seeds taken. Lieutenant died in the butt talks. Yeah, like so you don't got no legs, Lieutenant died. See, when, at, around that time, people were definitely quoting, overquoting. Yeah, yeah. Like, to the geez, point yeah, of the box of chocolates, like, definitely. Jeez, like, so, I fucking get it. I just saw a interview with Tom Hanks where he said he came up with the voice because the 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 boy who plays him in the first part of the movie, they were trying to have the boy do a Tom Hanks impression and he couldn't he was just some, some just guy a kid he's just a kid he's yeah. a kid from alabama or whatever so then tom hanks tried to talk like him and then he would hang around the kid and he would say stuff with the running in whatever all those things that he just picked up from the kids so tom makes well i'm just gonna talk like this guy because it's interesting <laughs> as it is and that's yeah, kind of how he got yeah. it yeah you got shot <laughs> that's all i have to I say about felt, that i just felt like yeah. running um all right, uh, my number four. Now, this is a movie I did like, but at the time, uh, Anchorman. Uh, oh, yeah, I could, I could see that. Yeah. Is from Smells Like Bigfoot's Dick and 20% of the time works 100% of the time. And <laughs> Rick stabbed a guy. I saw that. All, all that stuff from that movie. Yeah, scotchy, so. scotchy, scotch. I love scotch. Well, it really jumped up a notch. Yeah, like you can't I talk about San Diego. School. You can't say San Diego to somebody without them saying Wales. Stay, stay classy, San yeah. Diego, or stay classy. Insert whatever. Yeah, you stay classy, San Diego. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> you eat that cat poo. Yeah. So, and I just know is every time I get mad at an animal, I I want to be a Jack Black and kick him off a bridge. <laughs> really. <laughs> well, this is happening. Yep. God damn, it's so funny. All right, uh, Alex, number four. Uh, my number four is uh, one line from Seinfeld that ugh, I just felt like got overused. People are using it for everything. That is no soup for you. With another oh, that's a good connection. Line. No soup for you. That is good. Uh, yeah. people, yes, people I, I, I fucking get it. It was yeah. like, and that was, I got into Seinfeld late, like season, like halfway through season eight. I don't yeah, think I've even nine. ever seen that episode, and yeah, it's ingrained in, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like Jeebus H. I know it's funny, but come on, guys, give me a fucking break. Oh, yeah, it's a very overrated episode. Mm-hmm. Still good, but yeah. Yeah, it's good, but. All right. Take the pen. That's better. <laughs> Jack Clompus. Any Jack Clompus episode is fucking gold. All right, Scott, number four. <laughs> no, number four is first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. Um, yeah. Not only was it overquoted, but the people that were overquoting this did not get the fucking movie. Like, nope. <laughs> not at all. I, Dude, that's awesome. Fighting in a pit is better. I knew people that, that were like, Oh yeah, at the restaurant I work, like afterwards we make our own fight club. I'm just like, <laughs> no, you idiot. I'm like, go, yeah, sure, man. That's that's rad. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, I don't think we watched the the same movie. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's not what. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Just. Uh, what did you think was gonna fucking happen? You're running around at night with ski masks. <laughs> Okay, uh, our, number, our number threes. My number three is Napoleon Dynamite. And, oh, uh, oh, that should. Uh, that's my number one. I've I've uh, blocked that out from my memory. So, yes, I love that movie, but fucking shit. See, I don't like that movie. And then that was one of the ones where I saw late. Everyone talked about how great it was, and I saw it. And I was, Je- it was you, yeah. you, I remember you and I watched that, Jeff. Yeah, and we were both like, we don't, I don't, we, what? <laughs> Everybody loves this movie. <laughs> Like there was a couple, there was like a couple of amusing cute things, but I'm just like I don't ever need to see this again. Like, yeah. <laughs> it got an animated show for like a hot minute. Got a video game it, like five years after the movie came out. What really? On the PSP. Oh shit! Yeah, I didn't know about I'll, that. I'll have to tell you about that off. <laughs> yeah. All the people saying "gosh" and Uncle Rico shit. Gosh. The, the, the vote for Pedro, go off from sweet jumps, all that stuff. I was like, God damn it, not funny. All right, Alex, number three. Life's like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get. All right, Bubba Scott, got shot. Scott, number three. Number three was something from our childhood that basically ruined, like. Our network like network situational <laughs> comedy as we know it um and that was uh, one stefan urkel oh um, my god did Damn i it. do That's that good. oh and my it's, gosh. and that i mean that line in particular has been, been endlessly parody but the whole idea of somebody having the catchphrase is like that was a thing in the 90s <laughs> i think <laughs> I think Family Matters started in the late '80s, early '90s. I don't remember exactly when. Um, yeah, it was tanking until they had that episode. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Like I wasn't even supposed to be like the main thing, but you think about all the shows. Like you had the Full House, you had like Balky, um, like all the way through like Home Improvement um, was chock full of that bullshit. They they made fun. Do you remember them making fun of that on The Simpsons when they like? Yeah, I didn't do it. Yeah, say it, Bart. I didn't say do it, Bart. dancers. Yeah. Uh, say it, Bart. Yeah, the yeah, say yeah. the line. Bart. <laughs> I didn't do it. Yay! <laughs> so there we go. Damn, that's great. Okay. Another connection to Austin Powers. Uh, my number two. While they don't usually include the movie we just did i had to include austin powers because this yeah. there was no escaping 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 this escaping. uh for multiple years because of all three movies right i mean it would like maybe start to fade and then the new movie would come out <laughs> oh we're mm-hmm. doing this again yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh shit here we go so uh yeah austin powers uh alex number two uh my number two Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, and you, it, for, for I don't remember this as a kid. The I'll, I'll be back, but I know everybody was quoting it. But because I was a child, then you know it really didn't register in my mind. All the adults going back and forth with that bullshit. But hasta la vista, baby. It's like, oh my gosh, I get it. Never got trailers. T- everybody was fucking saying it. T- I, I agree that's overused, but I've never gotten tired of it. <laughs> I've never gotten tired of any of the Arnie stuff. 
Hasta la vista, baby. The one, like, the uh, one the, at the time, I was just sick of it. There, there is one line that people quote from Arnie that I don't get. The shut up. Nope, not that one. <laughs> Put that the cookie one down. That one's awesome. <laughs> no, it's it's from True Lies. The, the bridge, hey, Jamie, the bridge is out. Like that's not even just him yelling. The bridge is out. Like yeah, the bridge is out. Is that is that he's like saying it weird? Like I don't. No, he's just the bridge is out. Yeah. That, I don't, oh my gosh, Harry, the bridge is out. <laughs> like I don't like I hear I've heard multiple people quote that like and I don't understand. Anyway, get to the that, chopper. That's, that's my old man yelling at clouds moment. Yeah. Get to I the chopper. I haven't seen True Eyes in a long time. Yeah, I should watch it again. It's a great movie. Good point. Put it on your list. Have you been a spy? Harry? I thought we've done it. Yeah, we've done it. Have we? Probably. Let's do it again. <laughs> okay. Let's do it again and then. Not realize that we did it before. Not that we've ever done that before. <laughs> Definitely not with the movie we've talked about on this podcast. Elisha Dushku's at her hottest in this movie. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow. Well, that was age-appropriate. Alex, Alex Achievement. Look, huh? When I saw this movie, it was age-appropriate. Okay. So. All right. Just saying. Just, that does make it weird too, huh? Like when you're a kid, like she was, I liked her. She was pretty. She was cute. And you watch it now, and you still, you still think she is. Be like, no, I can't. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. Man, she's still that age. The, let me watch the Dollhouse. Yeah, old episodes. Ah, oh, there we go. Uh, all right. Um, where are we at? That was my number two. Oh, Alex number. Sorry, Scott number two. Number two is Borat. Basically, everything with having to do with Borat. Yeah. yeah. My number one is Borat. Okay, well, I'll save, save it for you, but just... No, you know, just go for it, because I'm... You know, the, all, all, all the, all the <laughs> different so lines. Of the, 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 Very nice. My wife. The, that suit is not black. Like, I'll, I'll just the, the voice. Um, yeah, it was it was definitely played out. <laughs> just like, leave it to the professional. Let him do it. No one else yeah. should ever do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, the very nice. That one. Oh, God. By the way, if Michael Scott has done the quote in the office and you know it's over and over, I think that's yeah. a good, uh, mm-hmm. it's a good barometer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pronounced thermometer. Um, all right, well, number, my, my, my number one is also Borat. Uh, Alex, what's your number one? Vote for Pedro. Uh, Napoleon. Yeah. Right. Napoleon Dynamite. I do. I do love that movie. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I'll watch it again. But yeah, that was oof. that season when it came out. It's like, all right, guys, you're fucking ruining it for everybody, including me. All right, Scott, mm-hmm. number one. Uh, my number one is from the Chappelle Show, and it was the oh, yeah. Good one. So, oh, I, I I might not be doing the one that you guys are thinking of, but but specifically the Little John. Like the what? Yeah. Oh, what? that one. Oh, I was thinking the, the Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy stories. Uh, with, uh, I, I mean, that one definitely Rick was James. also was also yeah played out um, for like by the general public. Mm-hmm. Not and not nothing you were doing wrong in the show, but uh, I had people randomly call it out like in places that I was at more than than anything else on this list. Just people yeah. randomly what what. 
It's like okay, it was mildly amusing the first and, time. And it's like just white people. Yeah, yeah, oh well, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it was Orange County. Yeah, yeah. There was... I don't think you should be doing that voice. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> and not even that. What? It's just who cares? It's just so stupid and white. It just, you just it's yeah. so dumb. So, so yeah, the little John stuff. But yeah, but the Charlie Murphy stuff got so bad that they had to have somebody before his stand-up act come and tell the crowd, please. Shut up about the Charlie Murphy stuff. Don't yell anything. Don't do anything stupid. Just, you know, be cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And that's why Dave Chappelle stopped. <laughs> God, yeah. Have you have you heard his stories of just like him now and even like I don't know, years since then, where he just would just go to a club and just I'm gonna go on. And I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna talk for like 30 minutes, and then all of a sudden, like there's like nobody there. And then all of a sudden, it fills up because people are on Twitter and stuff. It's pretty crazy. He just it's nuts. rides around in a motorcycle and there's random crazy. gigs, like yeah. a, like a loner going from town to town. Drifter, it's, it's a comedy drifter. It's it's an interesting like thing when you, when you get to be that level of comedian that you can yeah. do that kind of shit. Um, mm-hmm. there, there was a. Uh, a special on Netflix with Ray Romano where he hadn't done stand-up in forever. And just him right What are you talking about? Deborah. He he goes down to like a local club. He's ran like, I'm sure he let the club owners know ahead of time. But otherwise, he's just like, he's never done this act in front of people. He just goes up there and like, just does it. Like, it's it's, it's crazy. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he got a Netflix special out of it. Right. So. <laughs> Jeebus. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Who was it? Funny. There, there was some comedian talking and uh, in an interview, saying that once you know comedians make them big, make it big, they aren't funny anymore because they don't have to ride the bus. You know, they they don't get you know, they're not just like uh, starving comedians anymore, slumming yeah. it like getting interesting stories and shit. They're just rich. They buy cars. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's just like fighters too, boxers and fighters. Yeah. The same thing. Yeah. When, you, when you when you sleep on a soft bed is a lot different than sleeping in the. Well, it was, it was the, the, the whole the whole line in uh, the whole line in Conan the Barbarian. Like, what, what does Mako say about uh, like dinner for wolves? <laughs> yeah, different ones. No, that, <laughs> yeah, that 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 victory can can try a warrior more than any other thing. Like, I forget the exact line, but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, the but, yeah. boxers, the, the success. Like, uh, so so it was interesting. Have, have you guys ever watched um, comedians in cars getting coffee? Yeah, some a of couple them. episodes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, but uh, the so Seinfeld had Bill Burr on there, and and Bill Burr said something very interesting to me because uh, I, I I am interested. So like, to you, yeah, yeah to me personally, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he said something that I found very interesting uh, to, to Seinfeld, anyways. Um, that uh, like that Seinfeld like clearly had disdain for like humanity, and um, <laughs> he's talking like Brian Regan. If you guys know who that is, um, I love Brian. He, Regan. He's, he's a f- fantastic comedian, and he works clean. But mm-hmm. like. Uh, Bill Burr was saying, like, if you guys are watching Zach, this is an angry man. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so I, th- I think that goes back to, to like what you guys are saying. Like, you when you stop being angry, 
<laughs> like mm-hmm. when you stop being pissed about stuff, then then that's when the, the comedy. That's how George Carlin, like, just consistently fed up with with uh, a lot of social norms. Anyways, yeah, everybody's bullshit. So anyway, yeah, anyway, I don't know where we're at now. Have you did number one, Scott? Yeah, I was just talking about the Little John sketch. Yeah. Oh yeah, Sorry. and then we got Damn. on the Chappelle tangent. Yeah. All right. Uh, any honorable mentions? Or we're running long here, so if you do, keep quitting. What's up? <laughs> okay, yeah, but that's a good one. That was a good, yeah, shit, that could be my yeah, honorable I one. just thought of it right now while we were talking about this. Like, <laughs> oh, that should have made my list. <laughs> Fucking Jacob still does that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll Carver. never tell. Yeah. I'll never tell. <laughs> Matt and I used to answer in the phone that way to each other. What's up? Oh my god! I'm gonna shoot myself. All right. It's like, oh, but when they brought it back for the with the super friends, that was fucking gold. <laughs> All right, slide for Alex knows sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball. Mm-hmm. I used to until there, there are no more sports. This, this, this segment sports is canceled. So I know this happens all the time. Players move to different teams and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one such player, Johnny Gaudreau, uh, moved Boudreau. from the ca- from from the Flames okay. to Johnny Boudreaux's Boudreaux's golly uh, to the Blue Jackets from Columbus. Columbus. Yes. Yeah. So they finally had a matchup and everything, and of course the fans booed one of the one of the players that went from one team to the other. To, right? well, I mean, it was a trade, right? It had to be a trade. No, it was a free agent signing. When did this happen? It's off season. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay two weeks okay. ago. No, no, over the summer. He signed <laughs> yeah, it's a while ago. Okay. It happened a week ago. Uh, but yeah, it, I, I'm sure this happens often, but it doesn't happen to like Bush League players, right? It's only like stars that this really happens to, right? The whole stadium just boos somebody. It's like, you used to be on our team. Fuck you. It depends on the reason they better left. money. Victoria Silvestad played with the year. <laughs> yeah, depends. So he left. Basically, didn't want to be in Calgary anymore, and so that the, the town feels slighted, right? Like they offered him the same amount of money or something, and he's like, "No, I'm an I'm I'm an American <laughs> so long on the East town. Coast," and so he went to Columbus, which everyone thought was weird. He kept saying he wanted to go home, wanted to go home. And everyone thought he was going to go to Jersey or Philadelphia, and then he went to Columbus, which is, I mean, it's closer to home than I mean, Calgary, but... I, I don't know much about Calgary, but Columbus? Ugh. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> so, uh, I heard Columbus is one of the fastest growing cities in the country or something like that. Mm. Don't know if like that's when, big, when, but... when Big Mo Vaughn moved from the Angels to somewhere else, was he getting booed when he came back to Angel Stadium? I mean, he got booed at Angel Stadium I mean, by Angel fans. I mean, you would have had to. Have, he would have had to have played games as an Angel for that to happen. Yeah. Uh, Benji Molina, how about that? No, no one ever booed Benji. Yeah, nothing but love for the Molina brothers. It, it depends on how you you leave, right? Like that's that's the. If you were traded away, I the see. fans loved you. Like then, no, you'll treat you give you open arms. I'm, I'm trying. Were... I'm trying to think of like the only player I was angry about. Um, I think maybe Mark Teixeira. Because they like leveraged the Angels to get a better contract for him, so like yeah. he kind of fucked him over a little bit. Um, and the long run, he got his Mike Trout. So yeah, I explained too much. Um, but yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of a 
But like Daryl Strawberry didn't sign with the Mets. He went to the Dodgers, and so the Mets booed the shit out of him every single time he went back. Daryl. He, he never should have went to L.A. Uh, yeah. That's one. That's a nice current example from 1992. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, well, the big one would be like LeBron James when he left Cleveland to go to the Ooh. Miami the first time. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you remember the whole thing. Like, there was this... What was it? The announcement or the decision? The decision, yeah. Yeah. Taking his talents I'm to taking South my talents to South, South Beach. Beach. Yeah, yeah. Fans burning his jersey. Burning <laughs> his jeans. And <laughs> it was bad. And then he went back to Cleveland, won a championship, and they loved him again. Like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. And then he left again. Fans are fickle. So, uh, that is true. Um, it's time for Neam News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. By the way, that current reference is also 10 or 15 years old. Yep. <laughs> when did that decision happen? That had to have been 10 years ago at least. There, there's there's a new... Uh, I, will, I don't think I was... I, was, I would have ever brought this up otherwise, but because we're in the news section. There's a new House Party movie. Uh, what if you remember those movies? <laughs> in play? I don't think... If they're in it, they, they've only got a cameo. Uh, but the, the gist of it is these two guys are... It wasn't super clear, but they're basically like caretakers for a mansion. I guess I don't think it's a real thing, but no, you're thinking about the Schlitz Gay commercial. Oh, okay. It's uh, it's gonna be a good weekend. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so these guys are caretakers of the mansion. They want to get some money, and they're like, "We should throw a party," hence hence the house party. But it turns mm-hmm. out the mansion belongs to LeBron James, and he's got this whole like section of, of like all his memorabilia that has like this 3d hologram that talks like gives him all these like positive aphorisms of like you made the right decision about going to miami <laughs> like basically making fun of himself like he has a joke about how his hairline's great like so he's poking a little fun of him about himself though. and and just because we were talking about lebron there, there was a, a funny thing that happened uh, the other day I, I forget the player's name but this just happened like a week ago a player went up to LeBron um, on the other team and, and for the game and said, hey, man, like, your very first game was against my dad. <laughs> you see LeBron, like, is taken aback for a second, and he starts laughing, and LeBron says, how are you going to do that to me, man? <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's pretty funny. Uh, but, that's uh, how you get him off his game. Yeah, and then I guess he, like, trucked him during the game, too. <laughs> like, oh, okay, like, well, there you go. He's like, oh, that's what the old man was talking about. Um but uh, anyway, um, keep this quick because we are running long. Uh, I guess the Razzies came out, which I, I don't have a whole lot of interest in. Um, yeah. So I, 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 it, it's one thing for us to like break down a movie, um, you know, point out where things went wrong. But um, like, and I guess in a, in a small way, we kind of do the same thing. But uh, I, I did want to point out that, that Morbius is getting all kinds of love from the Razzies. Um, it's morbid time. So, so I, I feel like it, it, is it the first movie in history to bomb twice at movie theaters? Could be. Oh my have god! You, have you guys seen it or no? Awesome. No, if not. I feel like we should do it. I almost finish it too. Yeah. Um, we'll do it for Halloween. It's, like, it's morbid time. Yeah, watch, watch yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, so, I like that. So, uh, just just worth pointing out, like it. it I think it's sweeping all the categories, but like all the ones when it could be like a nominated for. So actor, <laughs> director, writing, um, yeah, just uh, getting all kinds of 
love as it again as it were <laughs> um, quote unquote yeah um so one of the things you know i was doing a little research for our our, our uh, overused line topic and mm-hmm. found a bunch of these lists of like overused lines in movies um, which isn't quite the same thing um yes. but, it, but, it, but it was it was uh, funny to be like oh yeah like like we we tend not to think about it but like you know once you when you read these lines in and of themselves it's like oh yeah this is like way overused so mm-hmm. like just just a quick rundown of, of this random list that i pulled like i think is from uh like huffington post the we've got company uh, mm-hmm. don't die on me um he she is behind me isn't he she yeah that one we that one's like i think we all like like roll our eyes at that's just a staple yeah yeah we can do this yeah, but nowadays you have to say they yeah or you have to say they mm-hmm. or they'll they'll run some kind of twist on it um yeah so um uh, we can do this the easy way or the hard way i feel like i haven't heard that one in a while um the, you just don't the get easy it. way you just don't get it do you so that actually was an austin powers <laughs> yeah um one one line that always bugged me because there are all these like like super good looking people is the you look like shit like, well, I don't know. They look fine to me. Like, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, never, never got that one. Um, the blank is my middle name. Again, Austin Powers. <laughs> Danger uh, is my middle name. Um, if you touch one hair on his or her head. Um, oh, I haven't heard that one in a while. Yeah, yeah. There's a storm coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you coming. better run. Um, is that all you've got? Um, and stay out yeah um it he she's gonna blow uh, mm-hmm. get out of there <laughs> get him out of there uh, i could tell you but i have to kill you um this one i hate the it's not what it looks like again that that was an austin powers yeah. um, we're not so different you and i also austin powers um, he and me Sit down and shut up. Uh, don't do anything stupid. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Mm-hmm. Try me. Uh, I was born ready. <laughs> uh, cover yeah. me. I'm going in. How hard can it be? Did I say that out loud? I have bad feeling. I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah, that's a, that's a Star Wars thing. Thanks, Star Wars. Uh, let's get out of here. Uh, All right, let's move on. Yeah. Nope. We keep going. I got like. <laughs> you said four, we're going long, and now you're reading every single dialogue from Hollywood <laughs> yeah, history. The whole damn uh, list. Right. I'm getting it too off the best of the times. Shit. It was the worst of times. Uh, it's quite too bad. Right, anyways, all right. Um, yeah, that's that's all I got. I I want to read more of those though. I like that. <laughs> nope. so apparently. Maybe I should Jeez, save it. At least that on Patreon, just Scott reading the article. Yeah. I should. It's an extra episode. Patreon's <laughs> gone, by the way, folks. If you if you somehow are subscribing to it, get out of there. It's done. What? How, how mm-hmm. does that work? If if we ended it, does that just automatically cancel the anybody that signed up for it? I don't. I don't know. So I just hopefully people aren't paying us for nothing. I mean, I I'm signed up for it, so I have to... we I we, yeah. I removed all the tiers. I don't know. We'll talk about this later. Um... There's, there's no there's, <laughs> there's no Jeff. It's not possible to remove all the tiers that that have been created from. Making this podcast. 
That's <laughs> true. Got it. Uh, but anyway, uh, nice. after after that very interesting thing that I just read, uh, Alex, nice. um, anything you want to go over? Yeah, since we watched uh, You Only Live Twice, I realized that I hadn't watched a Bond film in like a new Bond film in years, so I watched No Time to Die, the last Daniel Craig Bond, mm-hmm. and at two hours and 43 minutes, Jeebus age, it was still a good movie. It was really good. I thought it was a nice send-off to Daniel Craig's Bond character. Yeah, and, I, I enjoyed uh, it. Yeah. It was, it was I can't too wait long. To see, yeah. to see more. I'm very curious to see how the, the next Bond shapes up. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, uh, I'm, I'm getting to my video game backlog, and I'm playing Final Fantasy thirteen. finally. 13. Okay. This, yeah, this is a strange one, because... As of right now, I find it better than Final Fantasy XV, which I absolutely hated. But kind of like the inverse, where I started hating every single character in this game. And then I said, okay, everybody's story was like shaping up and everybody turned me around except for one character. But he was a side character, so that's nice. Where uh, in Final Fantasy XV, I absolutely hated the main character like with a passion, so fuck that guy. Yeah, in, in 15, I tapped out after, like, the first half hour. Yeah, that was, um, I should have done that. 13, I got to, like, the last leg of the game, and I still had no idea what the hell was going on with the story. Yeah, it's it feels like it's the most pretentious, and, and that's saying something. The most pretentious of all the Final Fantasies. I, I was just convoluted. I, like, I had no idea. Like, yeah, it's convoluted, and I think it's because a lot of the names are based in they're french sounding oh i hate the, i hate the, the naming Falsy, scheme the yeah less, I, I cannot stand stuff. Yeah. it's like oh my gosh it's very so confusing. fucking yeah. shit but the newest one 16 looks cool going back to actually swords and sorcery so see. that one's coming out in june yeah, yeah. uh but playstation only so least, least <laughs> back to, to its roots definitely least, back to its roots to start I'm, I'm sure it'll be on xbox after a while but, uh, anything yeah. else PC. Nope, that's it. All right, Jeff. Anything you want to go over? Uh, not much. Uh, I haven't watched episode two of Last of Us. Did you guys happen to watch it yet? Or no? I haven't nope. seen the first one yet. Yeah, yeah, go watch all those. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I've done that. I, I really lots of stuff on my plate, so I've not really been watching anything. Um, I did see like a deep fake thing today of uh, Obi Wan and Qui Gon bitter about the Mandalorian season three trailer so <laughs> um, funny you should check it out I'll send you guys a link right now and maybe we'll post it on social media <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, oh, oh social media wait, yeah, don't do I know Jeebus H um, I keep forgetting but that's, that's not your fault Our I know fault. there's um, two there's a lot of stuff parenting work <laughs> exactly um, anyway look it up it's pretty funny Obi Wan, I think it's Obi Wan is bitter about Mandalorian, and uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's it. Uh, I know these the shows are coming up soon. They announced that season three is coming out in a few weeks. Um, I know we have Ant Man's coming out in a few weeks. Um, so yeah, it's mm-hmm. we've had a good run of TV shows here. So I'm a little scared about the Mandalorian. We went from Andor and Lord of the Rings and and. The dragons of Westeros <laughs> and, and, the dragon shows. and Willow. I have not watched Willow. Is that I know, good? I still no? haven't seen it. I watched the first episode. It, it's not on the same like 
Okay. It's not the same kind of show as the Zeitlins. I never really liked the movie to begin with. I mean, it was, I watched it as a kid, but it wasn't like my favorite, so I don't know if I'll watch it. But anyway, nice big run. I'm a little worried about Mandalorian, but we shall see. And Last of Us, at least the first one was good. All right, that's all I got. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Do I make you horny, baby? We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.